0: Lara, update your friggin' spree ad. Okay, hello everyone,
1: and welcome to the advert for our Patreon page. The what now? Larry! How dare you make me do extra work. Well, we have to update it. We've made a lot of improvements since I put up the old one.
0: Oh? Like what?
1: Well, I, I, re- I, re- I realized I was non-binary for one. Don't want people to keep hearing me saying Larry yelling man when I'm not one. Not to mention we've got a new co-host. And she's pretty damn good in my opinion. Yep. You still haven't
3: told them the second best feature, though, Larry.
0: What's that? Patreon subscribers
1: don't hear ads. Ever. Sugar (laughs) Bandits, that's right. Sugar Bandits. The Patreon version is and will always be completely ad-free, which means they're not going to hear this, and I kind of like it.
0: You also get access to the show's Discord server. That's all good, but where can people find it?
1: They can find it and hopefully sign up at patreon.com slash that's h-t-t-p-s colon slash slash www.patreon.com slash humansholler.
0: Patreon dot com slash humansholler?
1: Yes,
3: patreon dot com slash humansholler.
0: That's patreon dot com slash humansholler. Links in the show notes.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another su- super special episode of Human at News. I'm Laurie Yellinginby.
3: I'm Bethany Turner.
1: I'm Lauren Morgan. Ah,
3: I die, Morgan So who'd you get for us today, Beth? I got you the Christmas fee.
1: <laughs> Wait, fees come in Christmas? <laughs> they do for the purposes of this script. Wait, fees come in paints?
3: Yes, we got, we got the joke.
1: <laughs> I know, I, I just wanted to say it once. <laughs> Fucking sweet! Sophie, how are you
0: doing? Oh, I am uh, tired. I have just done a big heckin' and drive, and while I'm talking to you, I am also making the positive cast for the uh, Spectrum Wrestling title belt that I'm going to be uh, making myself.
3: Oh, hell Holy yeah. Holy shit. That's right, that's yeah. right. That's right, that's right, Fee is a professional res- wrestling promoter now.
0: Oh, i don't know about professional but everyone uh, seems to go away happy and not dead so i'll
3: take it technically the definition of professional means you just get paid for the job you're doing
0: oh no we're making negative money so
3: oh in that case amateur <laughs> doing amateur pro wrestling
0: um well then i <laughs> wife's having fun which is what matters
3: exactly that that, that yes this This is, of course, all to do with the wonderful James Stephanie Sterling, uh, Mm. Fee's partner, who uh, is, um, in addition to all the video game criticism, is also a pro wrestler.
0: In that they actually get paid and make money off of it, so... (laughs) It at least covers the gas.
3: Good, good.
0: (laughs) Don't factor in the travel food, it covers the gas.
3: And it is also a lot of fun. I've I've watched many of Steph's matches, and they are good fun.
1: Also, uh, Steph is an absolute wonderful Trash Goblin, and I love them for it. Yes.
0: Pleased <laughs> little Trash Goblin at the minute.
1: They've oh been good. putting
0: together a highlight reel of all their wrestle doing this year.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
0: It's run up to like two minutes, and they've not even got it all in.
3: Oh, marvellous. I can't wait to see this.
0: I mean, I can get you a preview if you want, but uh, some of the sinking's off.
3: Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll see the final version. But what, what's this belt all about, though? You're going to be you're going to be making the belt yourself?
0: Yes. At our last show, uh, Steph had helpfully left a little IOU stuck to the bottom of the Spectrum Teacup, which she had one, that said IOU and title shot. So uh, I guess I've got a title belt to make. Hell and yeah. Because I have no chill, I could just go to any of the belt makers that make everyone else's belts or I could have looked at everyone else's belts and gone, Mm, that one needed filing in that corner. Ooh, those rhinestones don't quite fit. You know what? I could do a better job. Nice. So now I am making an MDF thing to push into some sand to make a uh, aluminium cast out of, and then I'm going to buff it and enamel it and sew together a big, like, 60-inch long leather belt and uh, wave that around in front of a crowd of drunk people and see what mm-hmm. happens, I guess.
3: Oh, that sounds so cool. I can't wait to see that.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see 60 inches of something getting waved.
0: Hey! I I mean, I can send you a picture of where I've got to with the cast, but it's not as edifying. Plus, (sighs) by the time this goes up, I'll probably be able to show you a picture of the real one, and then the listeners can have a look at that, and we can all pretend it looked that cool all along.
1: Exactly. Here's one I made earlier. Also, y'all, my mom, so I I am perpetually a 12-year-old, um, I, I was I was trying to get groceries earlier and my and, and my mom told me she wanted an an English cucumber, but I had no idea what the hell that was. An English cucumber. It's called an English cucumber for some reason. Uh-huh. Um and apparently it is a long <laughs> wrapped a long it's just a long hard plastic wrapped cucumber. Okay. And all I could think of was, well, I'm glad I'm glad it has protection. I mean,
3: do they do, do they do cucumbers different over there?
1: I don't know. <laughs> what I what I do know is, uh, Beth, it's your line. What I do know. Hey, we have Morgan.
2: Hi. Ah!
1: Hey, Morgan. Hey, m-
3: Morgan. I'm afraid Beastman was subbing for you up until now.
2: Oh dear. Um, <laughs> oh oh did y'all already start?
3: We started, yes. We weren't sure how soon you were gonna get
0: here.
2: Oh, I thought it yeah, no, I thought it was at one and I was trying to set up and then This is where I would put a censorship bleep, but those things hurt my ears. So instead enjoy this melodious sense orbit situation.
3: Oh fuck. It's un- it's understandable. Fees had fees had travel, you've had work stuff, tis the season.
1: Tis the season for some chaos. Fa la 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 ow my leg. <laughs> also, Beth, let's let's dive right into your line. Let's dive. Yeah, right. um,
3: yeah. Let's dive right into the stories then. I'll load up the virtual D four and see who goes first. Uh, one for Lara, two for me, three for Phoenix, and four for Morgan. Beth, I'm afraid I have some bad news. Uh oh,
1: it's you. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, he had a
3: bomb in his bum.
1: Also, thank you, Joe, for this story.
3: A French hospital was reportedly evacuated after an 88-year-old arrived with an artillery shell lodged in his rectum. It happened...
2: <laughs> I-, I have many questions, but continue.
3: <laughs> it happened Saturday at Hospital Saint-Mousse in Toulon, southern France. The French publication Var Martin... Uh, reported the elderly man had a World War One artillery shell partially inside him. Parts of the hospital were evacuated and emergency patients were diverted as they dealt with the delicate situation, I'll say. The shell was about eight inches long and two inches wide. The doctors were able to safely remove the shell and the patient was reportedly doing fine.
1: Now that is what I call explosive diarrhea. You were waiting for that line, weren't you? I may have been, yes. I may. Also, eagle-eared listeners will notice that we had a similar story last year. How?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how did this happen?
3: People just get frisky at this time of year, I guess. What, an
2: artillery shell? Like, where do you
0: even...
3: The story does not elaborate about how he got this uh, item inside his posterior.
0: Come on, it happens to everyone. You're just minding your own business, you slip, you fall, and suddenly you get a girthy two inches of artillery shell up you Which <laughs> by the way, just can we take a moment to applaud the effort that something of that diameter must have taken?
3: Yeah, and at eighty-eight years old as well. Wow. I hope I'm as flexible at 88.
0: I just I
2: wanna know, like, is this like from World War Two?
1: World War I. This shell is over a hundred years old. Oh. This shell could be older than tanks.
2: <laughs> so it's vintage. Uh, it's like like a museum artifact, essentially. To quote Indiana Jones, that belongs in a museum. <laughs> not your ass. <laughs> he didn't say that last part, but you know, it's applicable here. Seriously.
3: This is the thing, though. Things like this will turn up in in places like France every now and then. Occasionally, you find unexploded World War II bombs in people's basements in London, for instance.
0: It wasn't his basement, Beth.
2: Sorry, what was that, P? It wasn't a basement.
0: <laughs> it was
2: his basement, but um,
3: it, it. I mean, how long was it in there? He pres- I mean, he wasn't born, he he wasn't born when the First World War ended, so I'm guessing it didn't, I'm guessing, you know, it's not that he was fighting in the trenches and a, a German shell
1: just ended up up his bum. I-, I love the pause after he wasn't born, like, I'm, what? i'm pretty sure he was
2: maybe he wasn't we know nothing nothing can be assumed i need every investigative journalist in france on this story i need to know what when where how why when i i i need to know more than just this like you have to give me more information you can't just be like oh well this is something that happened isn't that funny like no i need to know where michelle came from i need to know like why he put it up himself because i'm assuming that's what happened like no one sits on that on accident and it just oh happens to do
3: yeah that. i'm guessing he probably thought ah oh, it's a it's a it's an old fancy type of uh um, dildo also two words flared base
2: yes and also <laughs> those can still explode
3: they can this is why they had to get they had to get bomb disposal in there's a tweet here that says an 88 88- year old Frenchman presented at Toulon A&E yesterday with a First World War shell shoved up his ass. Bomb disposal were called to make it safe. The hospital was evacuated. I wish this was a joke.
2: I. OK, so when I was in I was in Paris for like only a day or so. And um, this was when I did my study abroad in England um, in law school. But my, this was right after the Bastille um, Day terrorist attacks. Oh. And so there were police and military everywhere and everybody was on high alert. And I was late coming into London because my train got delayed. I was going through, you know, the tunnel um, mm-hmm. train and all that. Yep. And my train was delayed because they found a suspicious package that was unattended, evacuated the whole area called in the paris metropolitan police called in the bomb squad everything they they had the little robot thing come in and like blow up the package you know the whole street was evacuating everything and it was somebody's chicken sandwiches
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's now the spicy chicken sandwiches
2: Uh, i mean they thought it was something much spicier but, yeah, I know, it's just, it, it, I do, I can't imagine a bomb squad vote being called in because somebody, like, what a weird day at work. Like, yeah. oh, what did you do? What dangerous task did you just do, honey? And they're like, oh, well, I had to go to the hospital because some
0: guy stuck a World War I artillery shell up his ass.
3: Oh, God. The,
0: I hope... I mean, I think it just speaks to the nobility of the human spirit. Like, whoever lived that shell was probably stood there in a miserable factory. Just, like, churning out these horrible weapons of war, and occasionally just getting a twinge of what they would be used for. And never could they have imagined that instead it would bring so much joy to the world. Oh,
1: and speaking <laughs> of joy to the world, it's it's Orifice time again, y'all. It's Orifice time.
0: Woo! Wait, it wasn't Orifice time already?
1: <laughs> so we here at Human Tolerance Studios have a tradition uh where every year barry pacheski writing for defector.com releases a list of things we got stuck in our butts last year and it came out again so we're doing it again wow and and i'm gonna keep saying words so i can buy us some time to go find to go find (laughs) our favorites our favorites from this list and what and thankfully there's nothing here as traumatizing as um Oh, I don't know what was it coaxial cable up the penis. <laughs> oh god, like, that one oh. was terrifying a few years back. That oh, one. Oh was-
2: yeah, no, that one. That
1: one was last year. Ooh. that was last year. That was last year.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so traumatizing. We have forgotten.
3: Ah. Uh-huh.
1: I uh, um. But don't worry if you're if y'all are worried that this list will uh, will not be as bad. You're probably right.
3: But I have oh god i just saw under throat somebody got a steak knife down their throat oh Oh. they tried to be a knife eater people
1: use trick knives for that
2: yeah no don't don't do there's a reason they tell you don't do that at home
1: (laughs) oh this this one sounds bad uh no under butt put in (laughs) wait no sorry this sorry I, i thought that one was bad this one sounds worse had a few beers, and then placed a long wax candle into his rectum, lost balance, and fell onto a couch and lost hold of the candle. (laughs)
3: Don't do that with candles. There are sex toys out there. There are better ways to do this. Also, flared bases.
2: Oh, we cannot say it enough. This is a pro flared bases podcast.
1: I can't. Yeah, we like Morgan said. Uh, well, two things. First of all, don't take Don't take. Don't take advice from a podcast. But also, if you if you ignore the first thing, at least get a flared base before anything goes in your rectum.
2: Yeah. No. Some of these are cufflink for. This is for ear cufflink. Tried using a knife to cut it out, but was unsuccessful.
3: No. Don't put a knife in your ear. Not if you like hearing.
2: Mistakenly use shoe glue instead of ear drops.
0: <laughs>
1: what? Oh, no. Okay. Again, the rectum. Put in butt plug, then fell asleep, now can't find butt plug.
0: How? I thought
1: they had flared bases. Also, Fee,
3: do you have the list?
0: I do. I was just Excellent. staring and sh- like shocked dismay at the second last ear one boon in the rectum wait what's the second to last ear one is that the fruit fly was on her headphone which she put in her ear and felt buzzing used hydrogen peroxide to kill the fly Ooh. but with persistent burning and discomfort in ear unsheriff fly still alive
3: oh no i
0: love how much they like that snowball
3: hydrogen peroxide that's that's for bleaching your hair isn't it
0: I mean, if it's very diluted stuff, you can use it to get bloodstains out of things, and it's skin safe.
2: Yeah, they say not to put, um, doctors do say, like, now, if you have nothing else, go ahead and use hydrogen peroxide, but they say, like, putting, you know, if you have a bottle of hydrogen peroxide, don't put that directly on any open wounds or anything.
3: Yeah, and I'm sure it would say for external use only.
2: Oh, man, this is, um... This is just so, uh, yeah, the ear ones are particularly, like, wild, but, um... Oh,
1: monkey noodle. What's a monkey noodle?
2: I have no... Um, maybe, like, a macaroni noodle shaped like a monkey. You know, sometimes they'll come into shapes.
1: I I guess?
2: Uh, That's what I assumed, um...
1: Here's candle wax again. What are people... Why are people being weird with candles this year?
2: (laughs) Okay, I think that the candle wax in ear is, like, the... I know... Isn't there, like, an ear candle you can use to try to, like, get rid of ear wax or something?
1: Oh, it's that pseudoscience bullshit. Yeah. I just found out what a monkey noodle is. What is it? What is it?
3: It's a type of toy. I'm sending a link to the, uh, the, the chat so you can see it for yourself. It's these, like, these weird tube toys
1: yeah they yeah they do look they're they are very tubey that's a that's this looks long though it does look long
2: oh it's like a it's it's almost kind of like a imagine a pipe cleaner but it's like smooth and it's you know yeah and and it's more like um yeah it's not made of that same material just imagine it being kind of like yeah it looks almost yeah and it's like they're bendy they're not like straws they kind of look like bendy straws but without the uh straw i guess
1: Okay, so, this thing comes in three lengths. Seven inches, nine and a half inches, or twelve inches.
3: I want to believe the twelve inch one is the one that got stuck in the air?
0: Those are just reds of inadvisable looking at the way people treat them. <laughs> uh, the nose
2: ones are bad, too. Um, says he was smelling a magnet and it went up his nostril. <laughs> <laughs> um, put a jewel up nose while making a crown. Like uh, what? You put it up there for safekeeping. Put I an LED light. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is a prank that went wrong. And as some, I hate pranks. I do not want to be part of them. I don't like seeing them. Um, I think I get that from my grandmother. But put an LED light in her right nostril in an attempt to prank her brother, but then was unable to get it out.
3: Well done.
2: <laughs> so that that backfired and it became a prank on herself. Well done oh, there,
3: dear.
1: What the
3: fuck? Fishing law? Oh, wait, fishing law. That's not as bad as the fishing hook.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that, that's bait, yeah. Yeah, the little, the little colourful bait, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's the thing that floats on top of the water, isn't it?
0: A book or a bug?
3: A book or a
0: bug. Oh, I can't flirt those two all the time. They're so dissimilar.
3: Up the nose? <laughs> it's probably a bug, probably not a book. It'd be a very small book diesel fuel diesel. diesel fuel. who's huffing diesel fuel
2: oh that's probably what happened they probably were trying to huff uh fumes <laughs> from a gas and they probably got like the diesel fuel itself up their nose i bet that's what happened
1: throat uh thumbtack was holding curtains up at a window patient inhaled deeply near the tack and then coughed and swallowed thumbtack confirmed on x-ray Ow. Man,
2: that's a series of just like body python sketch like type slapstick like oh, that is
1: God.
2: that that is crazy like all the things that happen to go like you inhaled deeply but then you coughed and then it you ended up swallowing it on that, like good lord
1: oh I wanted to talk oh, this one I wanted to to, to, to hear y'all's opinion on uh, same with the throat video game controller
0: <laughs> I hope it was a Switch controller.
1: That's my guess. It would have to be, like, one of the t- one of those little Joy-Cons off the Switch. Or an
0: old one from a Wii, maybe? Ooh, yeah, maybe. I,
1: yeah, I wanted to ask y'all because, to my knowledge, these things aren't small.
0: I'm just saying it was something Nintendo-adjacent.
1: Yeah, it would have to be. Or maybe, like, an old
3: Master System or NES controller. But the, even those are quite big, compared, compared to compared to the Joy-Con off the, off the, the Nintendo Switch.
1: It would have to be how do I put this? These things by themselves are not choking hazards, but if they somehow did get into your throat, I feel like you would just choke on them. I think so.
2: Well, I don't even know, like, I, I don't know, like, maybe if you had them, that Nancy Reagan Gluck Gluck 3000, like, maybe, but I, I just, I'm trying to think of, like, how you would get that, like, even lodged. Like, Because I was thinking, like, a PS5 controller, and I was like, wait, what? How does that even work? Like, I can't even, how would you even fit that in your mouth?
1: I mean, shit. Like, even my old PS3 controller here, again, like, not, like, not unreasonably large, but I couldn't get it down my throat. It's just too big. You'd struggle to swallow that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like they're not even shaped to a, in a way that would, like, enable you to even do that. Um, I do love this expensive coin from Coin Collection in the oh, no. Like, they had to note its value.
1: <laughs> yeah, why do they <laughs> specify expensive? There? If it's so expensive, why are you eating it?
0: Maybe it's one of those things where, like, bikers refuse to have their jackets cut off and It's like, if it's me or the jacket, save the jacket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of course, we have to mention the penis wooden spoon. How?
3: I hope it went in. I hope it went in the narrow end. That's all I'm saying.
1: Even the narrow end isn't that narrow. Yeah, I a car key for about two. Like,
2: oh.
0: oh my god. Um, oh, there is one that I do respect, though, on the throat. And yeah. uh, I'm not going to laugh at this one, because one day it will be me, and I do not want to uh, eat the consequences of my actions. Patient says he forgot to take foil off foil-wrapped burrito.
3: Oh, same.
2: Oh, that's understandable. That's just a bad day, though. Yeah. I mean, it's... the
3: burrito is just so good. You just want to eat it, and then you forget that, oh, wait, it's still got some foil on it. Shit.
1: Yeah, I do. I do live with someone who didn't do that, but they did forget to to remove the foil before putting something something in the microwave before. See, see, ceiling fan chain in his penis hole states it has <laughs> been there since his shower at nine last night. Oh, it actually says penis hole. <laughs> oh, it actually Jesus says. <laughs>
2: hole. I mean, thank you for giving the doctor a great note on that. Just like, oh God, yeah. Um. A USB cord and a cell phone charger and 14-inch cord. A lot of the throat ones, I can see those were magic tricks that went wrong because, you know, you get, like, your um, threw three coins up into the air and caught them in mouth and swallowed them. A magic wand, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, the penis ones, though, it's just, like, they have
1: things for...
3: They do. They have things for these. Just go on Bad Dragon or... Wait,
1: is Bad Dragon bad? No, on... And honestly, y'all, here's what I think. I think I think someone thought this is the last goddamn time I'll use my USB cord and cell phone charger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Like, what are you trying to do? Charge your dick? I genuinely am trying, like, some of these, like, comb teeth, paper clip. I'm just like, go, seek help. Seek, like, therapy. Like, or go go on Amazon. Like, you can order these things online. You don't even have to go to a store. I have a
0: full headcanon for three of the vagina entries. Oh, please. Oh, yes, please do tell. I I believe that these were all related and that it was a case of one-upsmanship.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
0: What in the vagina category is an unscented soap bar. That's not how you're meant to wash it, but good job going for the unscented. Probably fewer chemicals in there. But <laughs> uh someone saw that and they were like, You baby, you amateur, you coward, because the next one is a perfumed soap bar.
3: <laughs> I can see where this is going.
0: The third person came along and was like, y'all are, y'all are just putting it in without the wrapper? Heck, that. Someone has gone and put the entire soap dispenser up there.
1: Ah! (laughs) Someone really out here just like, but everything changed when the soap dispenser attacked.
2: I mean, truly, I mean, they win. Like, what contest is this? I want no part. Don't have these contests. It's like, again, they have things. Um... Oh, yeah, I love this one. Was holding a pin near her vagina when the cap dislodged and stuck inside. Like, oh, it was an accident. I was just holding a pin near my vagina and then who knows?
1: Flashlight placed in vagina by patient at home but had no intention of it becoming stuck.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody intends on anything getting stuck in there. Like, (laughs) I I
0: love that extra note.
1: Uh. It's the note there that got me.
0: What happens at this ER that they have to specify that? Like, is it so commonplace that it was intentional that when someone doesn't (laughs) intend it, that's what's noteworthy?
3: I wanted it to get stuck.
0: I think that everybody, like, you know, or not
2: everybody. I mean, some people I'm sure are honest and was like, hey, I did this stupid thing, you know, right? Or either, like, the doctor doesn't ask, but I imagine some people are very intent on, like, Okay, now I want you to note this. You know what I mean? Like, probably over the nurse's shoulder. Like, make sure you put in there. But I didn't mean for it to get stuck. Like, this was a pure accident. You know, like, I wasn't using it for any kind of, you know, um, sexual purposes.
3: Everybody, it is okay to be kinky. It's fine. Just get yourself some safer toys to play with, please.
0: Yeah, not just that, but like... Nurses have a hard enough job. If I manage to do something stupid enough to be listworthy, I'm not going to deny the nurses the fun story. It's already happened. They know. I know they know. They know. I know they know. What, what's with the performative nonsense at this point? Just,
3: Seriously. Just
0: let them have it. Let them enjoy your stupidity. Make it a gift to the world.
3: Exactly. I
2: think it might be even funnier, though, if you come up with some elaborate story about how you fell on it, and they're just like, yeah, sure. Like, you know. But the ones are the ones that we are uh, yeah, that that are always, always. So many of those. So many. So So, many. Y'all have any
1: favorites on there? So here are my three last ones. Ratchet Wrench in the Rectum. T-Handle Wrench in the Rectum. Oh!
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, here's another here's another case of one-upmanship. Action figure head, action figure. I'm just going to stick the whole GI Joe up there.
1: Yeah, but in, in pieces though. <laughs> no, no, one piece. The whole GI Joe. There's a one piece reference we could make here, I'm sure, but but, but I, I don't know what the hell it would be. Damn it, we need Quinn here. They could help us make make one piece references about about, about butts. <laughs>
3: Uh, says was in the shower and fell, and the shower stop. <laughs> this is like that reverend again, and and fell, and the shower stopper stuck up rectum.
1: Oh yeah, Bash, Like you gotta tell. So it's it, it, it's a new year, so new butt. So tell the story.
3: Yes, this this yearly custom has become an annual tradition.
1: More like an annual tradition. <laughs> Hey, so
3: this is a story from years ago where this Church of England reverend was hanging up curtains in his kitchen in the nude, as you do, when he slipped and fell off the counter and landed on a potato that just happened to be on the floor and it went up his bum.
2: There's a lot of physics that have to go, I mean, I don't know, but watch this happen to like the like, watch this happen to one person on accident. It's just like everything was, you know, I guess in the, I wouldn't say in the right place at the right time, I don't think is the right way to put it, but everything just, it was like a comedy of errors, and you're like, no, really, and then they're like, "Uh uh-huh, sure, (laughs) like, I imagine this has probably happened to someone, like, you know, we're like, no, it was an accident this time, I swear, but no, but I was hanging up curtains naked, and then potato on floor, and it's just like, wait, there's too much going on there, it can't be both.
1: Oh, also, uh, this, so this last one, people, just, just go see a doctor, for, for, like, if this happens, please, and and don't wait six months. Uh, patient <laughs> complaining of rectal pain. Patient admits to inserting sex toys six months prior. Inserting, but they never came out. Is that what I'm guessing?
2: <laughs> also, it is very dangerous. Like, you can get sepsis. You, you can die from sepsis. You can get a really bad infection. So if this does happen to you, please do go to the ER. Like, yeah, you'll be embarrassed, but Trust me, this, like, as you can see, there's a plentiful list. It happens more than, you know, you would know. Every ER doctor has a story about one of these. But I do love some of these, yeah. Sent in by wife for possible 16-ounce glass bottle in rectum. Like, his wife made him go to the doctor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the things they
3: have to specify. Patient states he has a big toy stuck in his rectum. Patient states he fell on top of it it's always it's falling <laughs> on top of it isn't yeah, it this
2: one too had a few beers well i imagine that's probably how a lot of these start had a few beers and then placed a long wax candle into his rectum lost balance and fell onto a couch and lost hold of the candle <laughs> it, uh, like i do believe that that story because they're probably were like all drunk at the poker table and they're like hey i bet you, you know i bet you twenty dollars or twenty pounds to put you know two poker chips up your butt and then it was like okay i'll do it and then he did it and it was like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh
3: monopoly
1: piece which monopoly piece do you think it was uh the 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 waffle iron there's a waffle iron not the waffle iron just the just the regular clothes iron
0: Hmm.
3: the clothes iron might the clothes iron might be too easy i'm thinking it was i i i'm gonna go ambitions to say the battleship because that's got lots of pointy pieces on it
0: (laughs) i was gonna say the car it was the boot.
3: The boots.
0: It was the boot. Someone went way too far with a joke about sticking a boot up someone's ass. Ooh, it's yeah. In the boot.
1: Okay, Fee. I'm going. I'm going to admit right now. I need a mental cleanse. Do you have something? Do you have some good news to share with us?
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. But I do have some clarifying questions first. Uh-oh. The two poker chips because of a bet. Did they win or lose? Because usually when you walk away with the poker chips, you've won, but I'm just not sure (laughs) in this instance. I think they, I think it was, they were just drunk and goofing off and they
2: like bet him to do it. In which case I want to know, did you like, what did you win? I feel like if you go to the ER, you
1: win. I wonder if this was like something similar to that or, or or, or maybe a case of like, like some like, like someone shooting like ping pong balls out of their vagina, but gone wrong. Oh, oh no. like, I
2: bet you can, like, shoot poker chips out of your ass? Maybe.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, my God. Hey, if you fart with, with these, they'll go flying across the room or something.
0: You know what, Laura? I'm going to put you out of your misery, and I'm going to do my story. Um It's still about finding things. Um, although this time, things in places I guess they're supposed to be. A family was left stunned when their dog escaped, only to return later with a ribbon from a dog show.
3: Oh,
0: Wait, did it register itself? I guess. In, the, in July, GNN reported an English family was left stunned when it won a ribbon at a local dog show. They were sick with worry when their five-year-old beagle mix Oh, it's beagle, that explains it. They're full of nonsense. Vanished <laughs> Sunday morning. Soon after, uh, the wife spotted a Facebook post by a guy who was running the dog show who just asked, anyone know this dog? And then the guy who was running the show decided he was just going to enter this dog he'd found into a contest.
3: Because why not?
0: Thought she might as well be in the best rescue category. Which, getting ahead of yourself a bit there, John. Like (laughs) At least scan the chip before you decide you've rescued it. But yeah, the dog just wandered off and came back with a little medal.
1: yeah like honestly going by the headline i thought the dog just stole a ribbon and came back And
0: i thought the dog
2: like had somehow just wandered in and they were like oh i guess he's competing and i was like wait wait didn't he don't you have to like register your dog or whatever i'm like imagining a beagle like filing out paperwork
1: oh those little paws i
2: know
3: oh i was imagining them doing it with the pen in their mouth
2: Oh, I was imagining, uh, yeah, it w- if a beagle did paperwork, would it do it like this? Or like this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ain't no rule saying a dog can't enter themselves. Oh my god,
2: yeah, where's that Airbud sequel? I've, <laughs> I've, I mean, they have them going to the moon at this point, so...
1: Wait, is Airbud still around?
2: I, I don't know, but I know they have, like, a bunch of sequels, because my, my half-brothers, who were younger than me, um saw that they had, yeah, like... Um it it followed mostly I think it was supposed to be Airbud's puppies. Aww. And yeah, they go to space. They, you know, it, do all kinds of cra- it, it just gets crazier and crazier.
3: They get lost for several months in the Antarctic. Oh wait, no, that was a different film.
2: Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um that that's adorable though. But I'm glad they got their dog back.
3: Yeah, and the dog won a prize. So they had an adventure.
0: My suspicion is that the guy who was running the dog show that nominated it for Best Rescue was just sort of, like, feathering his own nest a bit. Like, he decided he would rescued that dog. He'd made it an award winner before he even got the paperwork.
2: Ooh. And yeah, like, he didn't check it, because, yeah, he didn't, it looked, because if he was chipped, and it looks like he didn't even check, so it was like, oh, well, interview in a dog show and worry about all the, the ownership situation later.
1: <laughs> yeah, like. They could have been chipped. Like, did they possibly have a collar or something? Uh, a lot. Of- I want to know how this dog left. Is the thing I want to know. The thing is, um,
3: I think a lot of people don't bother putting collars on the dogs these days because they have chips.
1: I mean, I, like most of the time, our dogs don't have collars because we keep them in, like in the house. Yeah. Or in the fence, but yeah.
2: I I get that, and um. But yeah, I'm I, and it, also his family clearly like knew the dog was missing. So I, and I mean, I, I'm sure that there's like missing cat, missing dog posters around my area. And I don't necessarily like have them memorized per se, but you know, if you have a lost dog, usually, and you've come across a dog, usually what you would do is, you know, look, you look online to see if, you know, Oh, is anybody missing a dog or, you know,
1: inquire about, <laughs> or I guess nowadays what you should do is, is ask first, is there a dog show happening near me?
2: <laughs> yeah, can, can how can I use this to my advantage? But I, but it seems like everything worked out. But yeah, no, still, it's very funny that he, like, yeah, that this dog show got entered in a dog show first before.
3: This has been Humans Holler at News. I was Bethany Turner.
2: I was Laura
1: Yellinginby. And I was Morgan Stringer. And I was Lauren Morgan. Awesome. I feel like I've missed a line there. I feel. <laughs> Let me just, okay. Let me d- uh, just change this real quick. Okay, and I was Lauren Morgan uh, Fee. Where can people find
0: you online? I can be found as at Phoenix Two L on Twitter, and you can find all my wrestling nonsense at Spectrum underscore PW uh, on Twitter. And we changed our Instagram handle to make it easier to remember, and I have not remembered it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> then, best of luck, I guess? Oh, it's uh, the-spectrum-wrestling. Underscore underscore so I have no excuse to forget it. Cool. Also,
1: um, yeah, Fee, can you send that link to me so I can put it in the thing? Okay, dokie! Yes. Also, I just found out I was looking at the entirely wrong script. So that's <laughs> why it hey, seemed what? weird. Fucking sweet! Bethany, where can people find your comic and watch this? I hear about you being a PNG-tuber!
3: Uh, You can find my comic at eonscomic.kintmyth.net. It's a Sonic the Hedgehog fan comic that is incredibly queer. Um, And you can check out uh, my Twitch streams on um, twitch.tv forward slash Delta Starfire. I'm on a break from streaming on the week that we're recording this, but I should be starting up again in the new year when I'm planning to stream Mass Effect.
1: Love that game. Also, (laughs) speaking of things I love, y'all, I love Bethany and her comic. Uh, the sprite work is amazing It's gay as all hell And her writing is downright fabulous It's like I'm reading a, 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 it's, like, it's like I'm reading an, an episode of Bevel on 5 But everyone's a hot furry who, A hot furry A hot furry Who is some flavor of queer I love it It's also on hiatus So now is the best time for an archive binge And her streams are so much fun I know because I moderate them So be nice or so help me I will Morgan
2: Yeah uh, Illegal Um <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to plug my latest appearance on Knowledge Fight, um, where they talk about InfoWars in the world of Alex Jones. But there I am talking to co host Jordan Holmes about the latest in the legal world of Alex and just law in general and frustrations about that. But um, I also will be having some upcoming projects in 2023. I've started up a Substack, just look up uh, Morgan Stringer, Pop Law, that kind of thing. Um, but let's also plug Lauren's OnlyFans. It's raw, delicious.
1: Yep, it's literally R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Because, because Lauren is glicious everywhere.
3: Because Yes, that's, you know, brand unity. It's a good thing. Uh, you can also find this podcast on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and wherever else weird podcasts are found.
1: Patreon credits! Special thanks to Alan Mox, Jay-Z, Beastie, the Huggable schnep.
3: Rain, and the Patreon demons say listen to you you'll shoot-your-eye-out-and-how-to-make-gravy.
0: Fay Wilder. Drifa yawns that here. Then, the dense pile of bones. Also, I need to say hi to Jazzy Beastie, because she'll be sad if I don't. So hi! Aw. Aw.
1: Lukey, ukey, pookie! Oh, Sir Alister Octopus says support your union, what-what! Lawn
3: Kate says to all those who celebrate it in January, Happy Greek Orthodox Hanukkah!
0: Rob Southoff, new dating app exclusive to paleontologists! Carbon dating. Thanks for the posted <laughs> pledge, Rob.
1: I Rob, I fucking love you. Rob, uh... f- oh, shit. A dyslexic velociraptor votes in favor of the spookmaster general joining us all year round. Oh, shit. Joa, Joa, Joa. Hi, Joa.
0: Joa, Joa, Joa. I'm taking this one too, I've decided. Hi, Joa. Yeah.
1: Uh, Vera Lane. Mr. Donathan Huff. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I said Verilyn already, so Philip <laughs> Philip Converse.
0: Kelladre Jen, Insomnia's plaything. Hi Kel.
3: We are proud to be produced by Marissa Adelaide Lennox McCool. The music in this episode is Scampy and Bring a Knife by a bedroom programmer. I hear they're really damn good. You wouldn't happen to know anything about them, would you, Fee?
0: Ooh, that bedroom programmer. That's like one of my uh favourite musicians actually.
3: Mm-hmm. Um
0: I've I've never seen them program a bedroom though.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, not with that attitude. And before you go, if you like what we do and want to hear and, and want to support us, or if you just want to hear the show ad-free, sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash humansholler. Link in the show notes. Okay, and